Welcome to today's Conduit Podcast. As a reminder, Conduit's a tribe of small business owners and leaders who desire to get better by learning and growing together. My name is Jerry Bierman, owner-operator of Learn Glass. Today we have my friend Rick Meyer, owner-operator of Meyer Brothers and Sons. Welcome, Rick. Good morning. Thank you, Jerry. So you just mentioned offline how much you love accountability. And so this is... Uh, we're going to tee this up for you. Rick Boyle asked that we talk about uh, standard operating procedures and not checking your brain at the, the, the door. Um, and I'm tying that into accountability because as a leader of an organization, we find ourselves um, building procedures and then um, casting vision as to the purpose of why we should be following those procedures. So, um, you want to take a swing at this topic, Rick? Yeah. So I think as, you know, from a large picture perspective, then we can get into the details of, of holding people accountable to certain things, but accountability as a whole, I think is a really important, um, tool in business and friendships, um, in order to help people to grow down a path that they're interested in growing in. You know, I think it's much, it's, it's clearly easier to have an idea. Hey, I want to lose weight. Hey, I want to grow as a leader. Hey, I want to be a better dad. Uh, it's much harder to follow through and execute those things. And I feel like the the roadblocks aren't necessarily lack of wisdom, understanding um, any of those things, but oftentimes it's a lack of accountability and community and, I feel like we're made to, to live life out in community and uh, being able to do that and hold one another accountable to those objectives that we place before us. And even as you said, simply speaking it out loud often um, provides power and weight to our desire to move or grow in a certain area. So I think it's super valuable in that high level end and also um, from a kind of employer standpoint, um, when you have people on your team that you want to be a, have to achieve certain things, um, it's important, I feel like, to help them by reminding them, encouraging them, asking them, hey, can I help keep you accountable to this stuff? Well, and it's a, you know, it's interesting. I'm thinking about, um, I'm thinking about some of our friends that have vendor partners um, as opposed to some of our friends that have employees. Um, uh, subs, etc. When it, it seems like all my one kind of doing a, a deep dive on the on the SOP piece, it seems like all my SOPs are built around places that I screwed up, things that we didn't produce a raving fan, um, things where uh, you know we had unmet expectations, um, and so. For me, it seems like checks have been written, emotional and financial checks have been written um, on the, the back of all of our procedures. And one of the questions, because you, you were talking about, you know, places that people want to grow. And so I'm trying to, I'm, I'm visualizing a newer person um, that wants to grow for whatever reason in whatever direction. And as a leader trying to capture their attention slash imagination on how 
them adhering to the procedures will help them grow in areas they want to grow. And mm -hmm. I don't know how important that is, but it seems to be pretty important. If they don't know why, if they don't know why the procedure exists and they don't know how they're adhering to the procedure will help them achieve the things they want. It seems like there's a big disconnect. I agree. And I think it's really important to, yeah, to capture that why in people, um, because it's otherwise it just feels very difficult to have an employee, a vendor partner just say, Hey, I need to do this. And I'm going to hold you accountable for it. It's like, well, I don't, unless I want to do that or understand why I need to be doing that. So I think, yes, I think giving context to here are standard operating procedures and here are why they in place. Here's, you know, one time this happened and we found that this doing this is really helpful. Um, or, you know, by doing this and scheduling that and communicating in this manner, that really helps the flow of a project and, and helps you do your job better. So, um, yeah, I agree with you 100% there. Let me, let me read this. Def I did this yesterday. I should have started with the, the, a business definition of accountability. Um, it's pretty interesting to me. It says the account, a business definition of accountability is the obligation of an individual or organization to account for its activities, accept responsibility for them, and disclose the results in a transparent manner. So the obligation of an individual or, or organization to accept, uh, to account for its activities, accept responsibility for them, and to disclose the results in a transparent manner. So um, playing that forward, I'll, I'll, I'll use a story, actually it was my son uh, years ago, that, excuse me, we had a standard operating procedure that we use uh, drop cloths, tarps, um, that we don't put any of our uh, tools on in direct contact with the homeowners countertops or sinks or whatever. And, but the first procedure was written to just use drop cloths, tarps, and not have the tools touch directly to the homeowners um, um, items. And so the assumption was that a tarp on a countertop or a tarp on the floor would achieve the same results. Well, my son um, had a, um, um, a polisher that he put on top of the tarp that was in the sink and he plugged it in and the polisher, the grinder, started grinding through the tarp and ground the sink. And so that was expensive check to write that we bought the, bought the customer a new sink. And then we changed the procedure to putting the tarp on the floor and putting the tools on the floor. And you could still have that challenge where you're scratching the tile floor or hardwood floor, but um, SOPs seem to evolve through our, my missteps. And so then one of the things that's, one of the things that's frustrating, going back to accountability, is if I have somebody that's been around a while and they know that story, if we hear or see that they actually put the tarp on the counter and put the tools in the sink, we're thinking, well, dude, we've already, we've already written that check of learning, put it on the, 
you, you know what I mean? It's like, why are you, do, do you, do you not remember the story that we told why we're doing it? And then the other piece is for your career, whether it's at Alluring Glass or your company, or they want to move beyond our companies, whatever that means is like, you want a reputation of somebody that adheres to processes and procedures or you come up with better ways to do things and then you present that to the leadership team. But you want the reputation of being somebody that adheres to processes and procedures, right? So this is how it benefits you, Bob, and this is how it benefits the company. It seems like as a leader, we have an opportunity, I don't know, obligation, I'll use the word obligation, um, to teach, um, teach those both pieces, right? This is how you benefit and this is how our company benefits. Do you, do you agree with that? And what, and if you do, what, and or you don't, what do you, what do you see as some of the constraints to, to actually doing that? To communicating? I do you? agree with you. Yeah, I do agree with you. And I, and, and, and I just kind of have this sinking feeling in my stomach because I feel like that's a pretty um, standard story. That's something I think that any leader or owner can attest to is, hey, this is what we're doing, um, and this is why then having employees just not execute on that level or subcontractors. I mean, I have the same story while I'm you know, meeting a subcontractor on a site. Hey, I need you to do service protection here um, on this countertop or on this floor. And I know that granite doesn't scratch according to you, but you know, we need to cover it. And sure enough, they don't listen and they scratch it. And it's just kind of like, why are we here? <laughs> I don't understand why we found ourselves in this, in this situation. Cause to your point, you know, it, it I think that's a, a great trait to have, whether an employee or vendor partner is, you know, I understand your policies and procedures and I respect you and I want to work with you and therefore I'm going to do them. And um, sometimes it seems really easy from our side, but it, but it often seems based on people's actions and activities, seems like it's really hard on their side. So I agree with that hundred yeah. um, percent and, and Communicating the why around those policies and procedures, I think, is important. Inviting people into that conversation, I think, is important. Providing context, um, asking those questions. Hey, this is this is what happened. This is why this policy is in place. Do you guys agree with that? Do you have any other ideas and how that can better improve it? Because um, I think anytime people have a slice of ownership in the greater pie of standard procedures, then they will follow them um, more um, than if they don't. Right. So the, if we go back to the definition, the obligation of an individual or organization to account for its activities. So you would go to Bob and say, Bob, um, clearly we have an SOP to create a raving fan. Like all our SO, excuse me, all our SOPs are designed to create a result, a predictable result. And so we're using this very specific example um, where we're saying to Bob, you know, we have a procedure to put all the tools on a tarp on the floor. Um, you didn't. And can you give us a reason? Can you give me a reason why? Why did you not, not adhere to the procedures? And they might say, well, I forgot or I didn't want to or it doesn't make sense. And then the second piece to it is accept responsibility, ownership. Like, Bob, do you clearly like 
I told you our procedure. You signed off that you would adhere to our procedure. Now, are you willing to accept responsibility for that? And if, you know, that this is the piece that gets really difficult is what does that look like? Like if you take responsibility mm -hmm. for it, then does that mean that you're not going to, you know, make that error again, error in judgment, right? It, and because you know not to put the tools on the counter on the sink, right? And so then, you know, will you take responsibility for, so you're, you're just not willing to adhere to our procedures. Now we got a bigger problem, right? Um, yep. So, so then you got, you got to be a psychologist. Then you, why don't you? Like, why won't you, mm -hmm. why, why won't you adhere to our procedures? And I don't want to micromanage you. So, and there seems to be a weird, you know, we talked about this yesterday that like putting your head in the sand as a leader doesn't, is bad. Micromanaging your staff, just triple checking everything that they're supposed to be doing is bad. Like any of the extremes, yeah. Rick, is really bad. Um, and I've done both. I've, I've micromanaged the SOPs and I put my head in the sand with the SOPs. And there seems to be a place in the middle where there's lots of tension and yet and a lot of energy is expended um, for the accountability piece. Yeah, and a well, hopefully you can invest, you know, initial amounts of energy um, to, in order to get people on board, and then that would diminish over time as they continue to, to respect you, the processes, and, and execute it. So, but it is, it is, it's a difficult, it's a difficult go. Um, and yeah, you don't want to be in either ditch of, of micromanagement um, or just ignoring it all. So it, it, it takes, it takes energy. It takes, yeah, this, okay, here I am again, you know. I got to do this again. I'm tired of doing the same thing again. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I, I gotta, I gotta be firm. I gotta be consistent just like in parenting and training your dog and working with people. If you're not firm and, and consistent, then people start to get, um, can get confused and, and not sure exactly what they're going to do. So mm -hmm. it can't, yeah, it's tough, but it's also, I think once the hard work's put in and once you have developed an uh, employee to, to operate that way, I feel like it, it pays dividends down the road. Well, and, and, you know, going back to the results you want, you as a leader um, with employees or subs want to go on vacation and not have your phone blow up. Like, I don't mm -hmm. want, I, I, I want to build people that can make decisions consistent w with the way that you and I would make them if you and I were there. So one of the, one, again, one of the pre creating predictable in, uh, predictable outcomes. One of the one of the stupid pieces to the story I'll add now is um, going back to Rick's comment of don't check your brain at the door type thing. Where you know the end result is a raving fan, and so if you have this fifteen point job prep uh, SOP, so like. When Bob and Sam go to the house, they do these 15 things to set up the job site, okay? And so, and the, the SOP is to adhere to those 15 steps and to get it done in a timely manner, for instance. And so, all of a sudden, Mrs. Smith comes home um, and she's got her baby uh, and she's got a, a trunk full of groceries. And Bob 
is adhering to this procedure to set up his job site with these 15 steps. And Mrs. Smith is frustrated that Bob wouldn't help take bring the groceries in, for instance, or maybe she says something, maybe she doesn't say something. But in the in the in the residential service business, we would teach our guys to stop the procedure, stop what you're doing and go help her unload her groceries, right? You would want, I would want my guys to stop what they're doing and go help the customer with something personal like carrying groceries in. And so that's a stupid example, but it's the only one I could come up with at six o'clock in the morning. And so, you know, that's an example where you're saying to the guys, hey, adhere to the procedure, but remember what the outcome is. The outcome is that we want a raving fan. Um, the the outcome isn't the the outcome isn't to go through all the procedures and say wow look at we nailed all our procedures but the customer's pissed at the end the procedures are designed to create a raving fan so if the procedure it needs to be interrupted or modified to create the end result that we're all after that would be an example where you're saying don't check your brain at the door yes and, and providing context to those, I think, yeah, I think it goes back to that point. So, um, and it's, it's hard to encourage people to not check their brain at the door. It's hard to encourage people to think because by nature you would hope they'd be thinking. Yeah. Um, but you know, some people are just, they're, they're walking through the day doing their thing that you hired them to do just because they're, they want a paycheck and they want that their desire to perform at a high level, you know, on, on a low level, in a low level position in a company, you know, that's a lot, oftentimes an anomaly. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's really hard to get someone to, to really think. I, I feel like most people, it's, it's a character trait. Um, it's a way of being, and those are the kind of people you want to hire. And <coughs> we've had people that we've had to let go just because we feel like they, they don't think, they don't get it. Um, but for, you know, so I think there's a line there. Yeah. Is it critical thinking? Is it like, is that, I'm trying to come up with a term to call it. Is it, is it critical thinking like somebody that can think beyond the parameters of the, the 10 steps in the box? I almost think it's more common sense. Okay. So some people, some people, myself included in many areas, I lack common sense. Yep. So when you, when you have, regardless of their age, when they yeah. lack common sense in certain areas, which I do, I'm, I'm guilty. Anybody that knows me knows that there's lots of areas that you would say, Jerry, are you kidding me? My wife says that all the time. Anyway, all right, Jerry. so there's some common sense. Yeah, <laughs> usually she uses my whole name, right? So it's Jerry Bierman, then I'm <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> so, but there's areas that I lack common sense. So I need, um, I can benefit from accountability in some of those areas where somebody could, you could help remind me of the uh, desired outcome. Uh, Jerry, you're, you're, uh, you're, as a leader, Jerry, your job is to make people feel comfortable in various settings, not uncomfortable. And sometimes, Jerry, you lack common sense in areas where you're engaging people in ways that you think is funny, but it might make them feel very uncomfortable, hypothetically. <laughs> so, 
so hypothetically, I, never happened. It does. It happens frequently. So, um, and so from an accountability standpoint, um, I could really benefit from that. So anyway, going back into SOPs, um, when you have people that lack common sense in certain areas, um, it makes it more difficult to, because you got to give them context. Um, you, and you got to have trust. Like you've got to be able to, they got to trust you well enough that they'll listen to you when you pull them aside and say, Hey, um, you know, can I talk to you for a second? And I, I think a lot of the, a lot of the points that we're, that we're discussing today, Rick, take a lot of energy and skill in areas that we haven't been trained. Like, you know, you don't, we didn't go to school and they said, Hey, here's, you know, here's the, the way that you build, implement, and hold people accountable to SOPs. And, mm. and when they don't adhere to them, here's, you know, here's the training on what you do next. So we've learned trial by fire, right? You've, in my case, I've tried things that blew up. People quit, they get pissed. Um, and then you learn from that and then you go again. But I think the, for me, the conviction that I'm getting from this conversation is that you got to stick with it, Jerry. You got to stick with it. You got, and, you got, and to your point, you, you got to stick with it and you have to, you have to build a reputation of, of trust. And I would also say respect. Because yeah. if people don't trust or respect you, they're not going to listen to you, no matter what you, what standard op- operating procedures you have or stories that you have about this, that, and the other thing. So, yeah. um, I think it's, it, and that's 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 a hard, long road, mm-hmm. um, t- to do that. So, yep, that's good. That's tough stuff. That's a good place for us to to stop today because this is this is a difficult topic, and you know I, I appreciate Rick bringing it up because I think it's something that, um, that we really should be revisiting and, and quite candidly, our company's revisiting it right now. We're calling it a, a back to the basics initiative, but it's, it's basically, uh, it's basically about, uh, revisiting our SOPs and tweaking them, modifying them and making sure the guys are adhering to them. So this is timely for me as well. All right, my friend, I will see you, uh, shortly. Thank you for a great conversation once again. Thank you, Jerry.